Uh, good evening, and welcome to tonight's meeting of the Design Review Committee. Um, Clerk, could you please call the roll? Okay, Member Kiesel. Here. Member Cormain. Here. Member Tomasello. Here. Vice Chair Groudon. Here. And Chair Anselman. Here. Public communications, this is a time that we set aside for public communications to talk about any item that is not on tonight's agenda. Uh, Mr. Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak? Uh, I've received uh, no speaker cards for public communications. Okay, then if there's no speakers, we'll move on to uh, consent item. Number one, we have uh, approval of uh, minutes for August 17th. Um, are there any corrections? That any members would like to make? Uh, if not, we need a, uh, a motion to approve and a second. I'll move to approve the August 17th and August 31st minutes. Can we do both at the same time? Okay. okay. No corrections on the 31st either for anyone. Okay. And then we need a second. I'll second it. Okay. Motion's been seconded. Could you please call the roll? Okay, on the motion, Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Cormain? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Yes. And Chair Anselman? Yes. Okay, and the motion carries. Okay, we're going to move on to formal item number two, which is Project 15409. Uh, can we please have a staff presentation? Yes, thank you. Um, the only item on the agenda tonight is a design review and plan development permit for the Colony Park Phase 2. Next slide. The subject site's located in the Thale community um, at the southwestern intersection of Thale and Goodman Avenue. Um, the subject site is currently vacant. Uh, the structures on site have been demolished. Um, and this is adjacent to the Colony Park One multifamily development. Um, so the proposed project is part of the um, second phase of, of that um, multifamily development. Next slide. Uh, here are some photos of the existing surrounding character. Um, we have single family homes across the street from um, on Thill and condos across the street on Goodman, along with multifamily across the street on Sullivan Street, um, and then a, a photo of the subject site um, at the corner of Goodman and Thill. Next slide. The proposed project consists of 71 apartments. 5% um, of them will be affordable, uh, four units, with 119 parking spaces that would be between two-car garages and also surface parking spaces that are uncovered. Um, there's landscaping throughout the site proposed, along with connectivity um, for vehicle access between the, the subject site and also the Colony Park um, adjacent site. Um, this is an overview of the project, and next we have the applicant if they'd like to come up and talk about the project in further detail. And if I could just remind the applicants to speak very clearly into the microphone so the audio is picked up. <clears throat> Great. Well, uh, thank you very much. Thank you to the committee. My name is Alan Chuang. I'm with Raintree Partners. 
Uh, I am with the development group Raintree Partners, um, and I do have my colleague here, Winnie, today. She's with uh, TCA Architects, so she'll be uh, going through a presentation. But uh, just before we get started, uh, maybe a quick background of Raintree Partners. Um, we're a firm that focuses on creating and preserving housing in the state of California. We are long-term holders. Uh, we purchased the Colony Park Apartments back in 2012. Uh, since then, we've um, gone through uh, quite an effort to preserve the community by addressing deferred maintenance items. Um, and the presentation will kind of show what we've done, um, kind of brief snippets of that, uh, but mainly um, upgrading paint, uh, addressing wood rot, addressing waterproofing issues in the roof. Um, and we're very excited uh, about this uh, opportunity to add to that community. Um, so, Winnie, right. wanna go ahead? Hello, everyone. Thank you um, to the committee and to everyone for giving us this opportunity to review our project. Um, we really take the neighborhood context of Ventura, of Colony Park community, as well as adjacent neighborhood, the Cape, um, into consideration when we're designing this project. Um, if we can get the next slide. So one of the things that we really wanted to um, be sensitive to and make sure that our buildings are appropriate um, is the building scale and size and how it's sited on the project. So from the next three re renderings you're gonna see, since we are um, facing Thiel, Sullivan, and Goodman, that we want to make sure that we have the appropriate architecture that has the street presence, um, that has ground floor activation with the patios and the sidewalk connection um, to really make it a active, vibrant community. So this is a view from Goodman Street um, as one of the buildings. And if we can get the next slide, please. And here is a view from the corner of Thiel and Goodman. Um, as you can see, we really wanted to define the, the, the corner um, at this intersection to have um, the building front door facing the, the street and the public um, to really make it a um, kind of a safe and um, kind of active neighborhood. And what we see as completing kind of the jigsaw puzzle within the neighborhood fabric between the uh, Colony Park um, community and the adjacent residential area. Next slide, please. And here's another view from Sullivan Street, which as you can see has one of the um, vehicular entrances into it, that we do have the units facing the street and the garages and the internal parking um, kind of uh, more internal to the site. Next slide. So one of the things that when we're looking at um, the site configuration, um, we want to make sure that the 71 units is uh, housed in six three-story uh, apartment buildings with garages on the ground level that's tucked under. Um, so as you can see, um, we have ground level units that's facing all the streets with the um, garages that's internal to the circulation. And then from that, we have um, the vehicular can come in on Goodman Street for ease of access as well as Sullivan and that we also have a internal connection to the existing colony park um, that is page left to the site. With this, we're also we're able to create some internal um, pedestrian connection that's within the um, 
our site and the adjacent site to provide areas for the residents to be able to uh, walk over to the existing open spaces, some turf areas for pet relief or just for kids to play around, as well as the existing amenities, the pools that um, have a, that the residents can use. Um, again, I think one of the things that we were really mindful is to make sure our buildings are facing the street and not turning our backs. So all the units um, have patios that have direct access. They're secured, but they that could prove convenience for them to walk the dog or just go across the street um, and to just really have a um, active um, pedestrian connection. Next slide. This is a plan of the upper levels, um, which we do have units um, all on all four sides. So architecturally, they have views all to the, um, and architecture on all four sides of the buildings. Next. So we have six buildings. They're all um, within, related and with similar architecture that we wanted to blend in and be um, complementary to the existing Colony Park um, and the Cape as well. So a lot of the materials in the palette um, drew a lot of inspiration from um, the, the vernacular. Um, as you can see, we try to have the buildings, um, the three-story buildings, um, be, have enough articulation with uh, the roof forms and the change of materials with um, emphasize, uh, emphasis on where the building entry may be and the, to kind of draw your focal point um, with trellises and the patios. So um, what we think it could really tie the entire community together with um, these, the, the elevations in the building forms. Next slide. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Next, I think this is next slide. So again, uh, we do have three different building types based on kind of the site constraint. Um, again, they're all similar. As you can see, their architecture on all four sides with the main entry um, on the, the top left is where we have the street view. And then tucked in the um, internal, we do have the garages with the, with the units above. Next. This is the one that is closest to um, the Thiel Street. And so, again, this is a slightly smaller building, but again, we were trying to make sure that it's all coherent and consistent within the neighborhood um, and within the overall community. These are the color and material palette that um, we we are 
intending on using. Um, again, drawing some of the color palette that is consistent with the existing neighborhood um, and really have a very kind of crisp and calm um, building palette to go with the landscaping. This is um, showing the completed preservation on the Colony Park one that Alan alluded to. Um, so as you can see, there's a lot of the similarities in terms of the color and materials. Next. And this is a um, illustrative landscape plan where we're showing how we are intending to landscape um, throughout the site. We will have trees and hedges that uh, shield some of the internal drive aisles that you can't see from the street, um, as well as um, connections, as you can see, that's uh, going page down, where it goes. To, there's a paseo with a meandering path that takes you to the open space and turf area um, that could be shared among the, um, the extended community. And also another um, enhanced connection that is page right that um, also goes to the existing amenity of Colony Park One. And then the other thing to note is we do have um, centralized trash and mail that's within the parking um, internal, so it is convenient for all the residents. Any questions? Do any of them? Do many members have questions? And we'll, we got a final slide that we'll close out. Okay. Yeah, so just to close out, um, staff doesn't have a, a ton of comments or questions for the DRC, so discuss as you guys see fit. But also, um, the only question that we had in there were regarding the removal of the parking spaces, which they just indicated. So. Okay. Is there any questions for staff? Yeah, what did you say at the end of your last sentence? Uh, the, the parking spaces at the end, um, which were shown in the staff report, um, there are three different parking spaces that are along Goodman and Thill um, that kind of interrupt the, yeah, here on this slide you can generally see it, but there are parking spaces that are at the end of the um, buildings and along the street. Um, that during the review, staff had requested to um, remove them, and if the DRC agrees to have those removed and include additional landscaping in those areas, since the um, the project is overparked, so removing three spaces wouldn't impact their parking requirement. Which is yeah. your one question? That's there, the right? only question yeah. that we had. And, but they are still in. No, um, they've already been removed. Okay. Right, as of right now, the staff, um, applicant just presented okay, an sorry. alternative. Okay. What's the total number of overpark? Overpark by 25. Okay, is, it, is that unusual for us to see projects with overparking? Generally, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, can we ask questions? Okay, shoot. Um, are, are you, is your water sheet flowing off the roof? Do you have uh, gutters and downspouts? We do have downspouts. Uh, you, you didn't show them on the drawings, they is are, that correct? Or am I uh, missing They it? are indicated and dotted 
um, it, indicating the dots, but not drawn on the drawings. They not are, drawn on the on the three dimensional drawings. They're not. If we go to one of the elevations, sorry, and you see some of those dotted lines, that's where we're intending the the okay. dots mouse to be. All right, but not on your renderings, and not not actually drawn what they will look like. No. Because I doubt you're gonna have dots, unless those are rain chains. No, I'm serious question. No, I think it's we. Those are what were intended where the downspouts would be, and we would tie it in with the architecture. And okay, so then the other thing I have that I don't see on the drawings, um, other than the plan, I do see them on the plans. Are your lights uh, ballers are assumed to be in the in the planters and such? Are you, do you have lights on the on the buildings themselves, and are they on the drawings? The most of the lights would be from the patios. I don't think we will have any exterior lighting. Okay, so when they're in in your like photo in your light lighting drawing, you kind of have them like shining out, but that's not necessarily representative. That's just your symbol for them. Correct. It would, for me, it would have helped to have all that on the drawings just so we could see it, and because they're, that those will be on the on the project. Um, Bikes, you have a bike symbol, but the bikes are, are in the garages only? Uh, or is there no, a public we do, biking? We, so we have two. We do have in um, the plan, we have, um, maybe the landscape plan may show that. Um, we do have bike parking. Um, uh, kind of page on the left where we do have I think they had a call out there for um, the, some of the um, short-term bike parking. Um, where is there? Do we have a pointer? I think it oh, thank you. There you go. Okay, so by so you do have like public, we do have quote, so quote, public biking or whatever. Yes. Guest biking or guest whatever. bike parking. Um, oh, your windows are they're called out as as vinyl. Uh, what kind of vinyl or is it just a like a do you have a uh, actual vinyl window you'll be you'll be using manufacturer we don't have someone one of them selected but from a lot of the projects that we've worked on um, I think there's quite a few manufacturers that we would go with okay. I'm good I think for now I might have another one I have some questions please. sure um, can you clarify, so the typical building has a cluster of 12 units? Correct. Um, how is the configuration of the parking garages for those units? So if we can go to a plan, please. I see two of them are accessible directly from the bottom units. How do you assign or configure the other parking for those units upstairs? So yes, the, the ones that are directly connected are the ones that are at, uh, assigned or accessible for those on the ground level units. The other ones would be, um, I think it would just through with uh, management how they want to um, select their parking, but what would happen is they would park into the garage and then go through the entrance. You see the two stairs um, on each of the building. That would be the, the entry to go up to the upper level to get to their units. So the parking in the garage is provided, meets the needs of the units, or is that excess needs to go out into the parking lot? 
I mean, are you assigning like one bedroom gets one garage with a single? It's going to be, a mix, I think, a combination of both, and maybe that's something. Um, yeah, that's something that management will end up deciding, uh, property management, but um, if I'm hearing you correctly, um, every unit will at least have one parking, uh, garage parking. Um, uh, looking at the utility plan, can you describe to me a bit about the, the um, it looks like a retention water system. The stormwater. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, under the parking. Um, what does that consist of? Unfortunately, we don't have our civil engineer, so I'm going to try my best. But um, the, the way we're treating stormwater is based off of the feedback that we got back from, from the city. I understand that bioswales were, were uh, required. We had initially pr uh, proposed uh, like a modular wetland system. So from my understanding, it, it goes to the bioswales, to the retention area, and then out to the storm drain. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not the expert on that, um, but I'm happy to um, get your information, get, more que uh, get your question. I can well, ask it's simple. Because yeah. there's plantings around it, not, you know, with those structures on the ground, if it would interfere with the way the trees could grow. Because um, I, I have no sense of the depth that you're making these structures in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I it's think just, it's something that uh, our the civil and landscape have worked out um, kind of preliminary in terms of where these areas would go. And so the planting is where those bioswill areas will be, will have, you know, um, we're work, they're working it out to make sure that that's part of the stormwater retention. See one? No, let's see one. Okay. Right here, right? Mm -hmm. The last question I have is, are there trees on the site right now that, and are you retaining any of them? The, the actual site, no, there are no more trees. No uh, trees we went through an arborist, went through uh, the city to make sure that um, they were okay to remove. There, there was an arborist report that was submitted as part of the application um, indicating that the trees were dead and or dying, um, and therefore could be removed. That's it for me. Um, I've got a few questions. Uh, I noticed there were quite a bit of bank, there's quite a bit of utilities kind of within the um, proposed landscaping areas. One question I had was whether any consideration had been given to going all electric. I think that is something we are evaluating to see if it's um, viable to do all electric. I mean, I think there are still, we're figuring out in terms of some of the um, condensers for the units and all that, that we want to just make sure we kind of keep that in mind. But that is definitely something that I think we would take into consideration. Um, and then subsequently screening around gas meters, um, uh, the condenser units on the ground floor, things like that. How have you um, kind of addressed, you know, keeping it tidy and, and putting plants in the ground in those areas? Yeah, I think um, 
the current protocol is to screen them with, with, with brush and shrubs and planting, similar to how it's screened throughout the rest of the community in that neighborhood. Um, so we plan to do the same. Um, is there, I didn't notice any fencing shown on, on the site plan, on any of the plans. Are there any plans to uh, fence off certain areas or is this generally kind of open? Generally open, it stays consistent with the rest of the neighborhood. Um, obviously we have controlled access in the amenity areas, but um, as far as access to the property, it's, it's gonna be the same with uh, Colony Park and then I think the other neighborhoods around too. Um, what was the plaster finish that's assumed? Uh, I saw the colors, but I didn't see a, a finish listed. I think typically we do um, the somewhere between um, 2030 or yeah, 2030 yeah. or 16. Something that's not extremely rough, but you know, depending on, I think, on the ground levels, we definitely try to make it a little more enhanced. But further up, um, you know, it's just our typical um, stucco finish or pl plaster finish that we we do. Okay. So. Um, the uh, amenities. I, I'm somewhat less familiar with the you know how the, the surrounding neighborhood and and what amenities there is and. and how this project kind of, you know, was originally planned to be part of that. Can you sort of explain what's there? I mean, just looking at the site plan alone, it looks like there's a definitive lack of, you know, open space and amenities, but can you talk about sort of how those uh, interrelate? Yeah, so... Um, there's a slide. Can, can we pull up this yeah. original slide where um, maybe it was in the staff report that has the other... the bigger context, yeah, that, I think the one before. And, and just for context, um, when, when we purchased Colony Park One 10 years ago, uh, this site right here that we're talking about today was not available. Um, so we obviously saw it fit once it was available uh, for us to um, ultimately you know, add to our community here. So uh, there are two amenity, call it spaces, here at Colony Park One. Obviously, the one with the pool deck, um, you could see on the screen, but there's another one uh, that's just planned south of, of the image shown. Um, so our plan really is to spend um, our, our funds to really upgrade these existing leasing, um, leasing or not leasing, amenity spaces with upgraded uh, FF&E uh, for the fitness, the club rooms, uh, and, and the pool decks. And then in addition to that, I know Winnie had touched base on it, but uh, currently you can see that there's an underutilized open space area just um, on the corner of Thiel right there. We saw that as a great opportunity for us to, com uh, to connect uh, both the communities with the meandering path and really um, adding to the landscaping there as well to have folks utilize it as a pet relief area or you know, if that's not desirable to have, uh, have, have uh, families utilize it for, um, for a kid play area. Okay. Uh, and then there is that connection just on the south side of the plan, south east uh, corner of this plan. Um, 
that connection there, and I noticed those three parking spaces. Those are the three parking spaces that I was assuming staff was talking about when looking at this. Um, is that, or, or what's sort of the intention for those parking spaces? Would those be guest? Are those intended for residents? Um, would there be any flexibility to create a little bit more of a, uh, a stronger connection at that corner? So the, uh, the, the three stalls that staff was mentioning was actually, um, they're actually no longer shown on this because we did um, add landscaping to those, but that was actually, um, two of those stalls were along Thiel Street between buildings one and six, if I'm, if I'm reading that correctly, um, and then another one at the corner of Goodman right there in building one. Um, so the three that are down below, I think that's, that's really dedicated to uh, visitor or for uh, residential use. Um, you know, to, to enhance that more, we could obviously take a look at it, but the thought for placing that pedestrian connection, that location was obviously direct access to the leasing office, the clubhouse, and the pool. Uh, that's, that's not shown on this page, unfortunately, but um, that is the reason why it's there. Um, kind of a minor question, but uh, your trash enclosures, um, they, they, I wasn't sure if they need to be accessible. They didn't quite look it. Do you know if, if, um, if they did need to be accessible, how you would accommodate that with this parking configuration? Uh, yes, it, they will be accessible, and what we've worked with the team is that make sure they're on an accessible path. All right, I think that's all my questions at this time. Thank you. Thank you. Jack, do you have any questions? Yeah, hi, I have a few questions here for the applicant. Um, I, and I take it the landscape architect is not here today, right? Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll save some of those questions and maybe just have two comments. Can you ask him anyways? Oh, okay. I want to hear what you say. Oh, okay. Um, go, going back to Tony's kind of um, where he's addressing how this project connects to the greater development, I guess because is this because it's grandfathered in because it was part of the greater development before. Um, no, this okay. um, this site was not necessarily intended for this phase two of Colony Park. Um, there have been other projects proposed here over the you know course of ten years. So. Um, this is, uh, as they mentioned, purchase this property to extend into it. Um, so this is uh, separate almost from the existing development. Then again, you, you said this is overparked by how many again? I, I believe 25 spaces. 25 spaces. Uh, did, as an applicant, did you guys consider perhaps introducing more open space, common areas, I should say, as opposed to just like green areas? Um, maybe and potentially, you know, I, I always look at these apartment complexes and I've worked on many of these and I always kind of lament the lost opportunity for introducing some kind of green area into the center, you know, because right, right now as, it, as it's looking, obviously everything is kind of pushed to the front, which is good. You want your buildings to be on, on the uh, streets as much as you can, but there's that thing, that idea of back of house, how to kind of make it look and feel less like a back of house just for leftover parking. Was there any consideration for kind of introducing open space potentially? 
in, yeah. in the central area, like maybe make more of a courtyard type of experience. Yeah, and I know uh, we had mentioned that this is overparked. Uh, it is overparked per code, uh, but ultimately, you know, we are long-term holders and we want to be mindful of those that stay at this uh, community. So we do want to be able to provide still parking and although we'd like to think that um, few folks are using less and less cars these days, especially in this uh, location, we still b believe that there is still a demand for parking. Um, so, you know, we're still in the mindset from an operations standpoint uh, that we're parked um, efficiently right now for, for 71 units. So. We did look at um, adding green space, but we thought ultimately that it would probably benefit our, our residents a bit more with uh, some excess parking and then addressing um, some of the other uh, open spaces that we have at existing Colony Park One and some of the connection points we're, we're looking at today and just kind of spending some more time and effort on that. And um, another question, um, solar-wise, they're required to do solar too, right, per the code? They will be. City. Yeah, right. Um, was there any consideration for maybe making the central area to maximize your, your solar generation? Um, maybe covered parking there with solar panels as opposed to roofs? You know, sometimes you don't always have the greatest aspect on any one building. Right, right. And th I think that's something that we're still working on uh, to understand what, what we need to do to meet code. And um, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have that shown right now, but that's something that we are, we are looking into. Okay, and as far as the central gathering area that you're making a connection to the rest of the, the development and the open spaces, um, I know you, is, was there anything else programmed there? You, you mentioned dogs, is, was there anything else? Yeah, it's something that, we could definitely add to. Um, I think, you know, we, we kind of wanted to leave that um, you know, flexible for the time being. Uh, right now we have just, uh, just kind of a meandering path down there, but uh, really, once we have an understanding of what, what our residents really want to use that space for, I think we could probably uh, be flexible and add to that. Uh, to, have you um, done, done any kind of um, survey with the residents in the area what that, what that would be or oh, what they, their desires might be for that? Not at this point, but something we'll definitely do. Perhaps there might be some people in the audience today yeah. <laughs> who might have yeah. some suggestions on that. Oh, okay, great. Um, the other question, these are existing trees to remain, I, I take it, on this, in that particular park? I believe so. Um, okay, I, I do have some questions. Um, Tony m did mention about s screening of some of the air, air AC units. Sometimes as a landscape architect, you know, we, we struggle to screen the, these things adequately because we don't have enough room. Um, it looks like this one pathway is very close. Is there, maybe uh, um, an opportunity to, to relocate that? Have you guys, is there a reason why that pathway is so close to that building four down in the right hand corner? It, what happens is the pathway is like running that's right along path. the AC units in the building. Sure, that's a path of travel to one of the... I think it's the path of travel and then because we also have a setback that because of the site geometry, as you can see, there's that dotted line um, based on the, the, the setback. We were trying to just kind of hug it tight to the building to not encroach in it. So that dotted line, but it looks like there might be enough room to maybe move it to the right a little yeah. bit towards yeah, to the setback. Cut it out and then use uh, shrubs to cover it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was basically wondering what, if there was a reason why it was so tight on yep. there. Yeah, something we could bring up with the landscape arch uh, architect. Um, and then on the patio sizes, how did you guys go about determining what is the adequate private patio size for, for these units? And is this in keeping character with the rest of the neighborhood, the rest of development? Are they bigger, smaller, or? or and how, how are those programmed for the users? I think what, when we worked with the landscape architect, we really wanted to make sure that, you know, they're sized appropriately where, you know, you do have your circulation also able to put some furniture out there so that you can use it as a usable space. Um, so really it's um, based on the size that we, the constraints that we have dimensionally and then um, that you see some of them, at least they might be a little smaller just because of the path and all that, but um, for the most part, that we want to make sure that there's enough room that you know you have the circulation to go out, and then you can still also put a chair, or table, or something out there. Yeah, I see that. And was there any uh, consideration also for en enhanced paving? Is that something you guys are going to look at down the road, or is it just going to be all AC and some uh, some concrete here and there for like the trash? I know we have enhanced paving at that connection. Uh, but we didn't. We don't have plans for any other enhanced paving. I'm sorry. The the pedestrian connection has enhanced paving, mm -hmm. uh, but no other plans for enhanced paving elsewhere. For for the vehicular areas, there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Sorry, going into your now. Uh, now I have some more questions considering like the the trees. Um, I noticed on the landscape plan there was a few trees and and then a few shrubs that were moderate water use and um, what did you guys consider just going all low water at any point in time or like what what was driving this particular plant palette in this approach to the planting and, and how is it to relating to the architecture did, did you talk with that about the lands with the landscape architect about how what was his kind of general concept to the design it's probably, I probably wouldn't do it justice, so I'd probably okay, have okay. him relay that information. Um, sure. I'm happy to take down your information and uh, your questions and have him answer that appropriately. I just don't want to uh, butcher what, what would be a great response from him. I'd okay. I, I think that's it for my, my questions. Thank you. Um, Tony, you have more questions? I oh, do. Um, I think staff addressed it and you've already addressed it but and maybe committee member Cormain did too but what are the, what are the unit makeups from are they all single story I don't see any internal stairs are they all they're stacked, all stacked, stacked flats. flats okay Correct. so there's a few in the parking that actually they have two parking spaces come in from the bottom so that that'll be arranged with however you work it later so almost there is some access from a garage, but most of the accesses are from the vertical circulation stairs. Correct. Okay, I get it now. And our third and second level actually—they're the same. Similar. Okay. All right. Thank you. That's it for me. Okay. Then I have some brief questions. I may have missed it, but what is the percentage of landscaping on this project? The softscape versus the hardscape. Um, we may have to confirm that. With um, yeah, we don't know off the top of our head. Okay, uh, window recess. How how many inches are your windows recessed? Um, typically, we would just recess it with uh, you, with a two when you have a two by six with a two by four. 
Um, and so you just have kind of um, the framing, the lumbar difference for your recess. So is that a flush mount to the stucco? Or, I mean, are we looking at one inch, two inch, six inches? It's probably two inches. Okay. And materials for the gutters and downspouts? That we have not um, settled on a specific material, but assume it's something that um, would be cost-effective and it looks good with the, the building. Um, okay, railing material? Railing would be metal. Aluminum, steel, copper? Um, again, I think that's something we'll um, kind of consider when we kind of go through the um, kind of the valuation of the building. But um, on our typical projects, you know, I think it depends on just the um, the kind of the construction or the product. A lot of times, it is just um, could be aluminum or some sort of metal. Yeah. yeah usually, I mean. We've done steel tube, um, so yeah, something we, we typically haven't specified this early on in design. Uh, garage doors, wood, aluminum. I think it could be either. Yeah. Okay. And is there a consideration for charging uh, electric cars? Um, yeah, and I think. Yeah. I think. Um, or the initial studies is that yes, we will have um, enough power from the transformers to be able to have um, the capacity for some charging, especially since the trend is most people having more and more um, hybrid or electric cars. And the goal would be to meet, meet whatever's code required. Okay. If there's no further questions, I'm going to open uh, questions up to the public. Um, Mr. Clerk, are there any members of the public who would wish to speak on this item? I've received no speaker cards. If anyone would like to speak on this item, you can bring your speaker card forward. You can do it afterward, yeah? Yeah, we can have you go ahead and come up and fill out the speaker card after the fact. Okay. Sure. You can come right up here and uh, just speak clearly into the microphone and you'll have three minutes. Sorry, it's a little low. <laughs> I'm gonna put it up. Good evening, everyone. Um, Chris Thorpe, 903 Goodman, uh, with my wife Amanda over there. Um, just regarding the concept of overparking, um, I'd like to address if maybe we could throw up the overall picture of the development showing Phil and, and uh, Sullivan. So the purpose of the public comment period is to issue a public comment. Um, so if you have a comment, uh, you can direct that too, but it's not really a back and forth or a dialogue. Oh, all right, I just wanted a visual representation. Sure, and I'll, I can put that up, but just to be clear. Okay, great. Um, the concept over parking right now, we're already noticing in Colony Park, there is a, a lot of overflow from the current Colony Park parking that ends up on Goodman Street, uh, some on Thill Street, and of course on Sullivan. And so basically, the, you know, I, I think the goal would be to 
keep as much parking available in the new development, um, which I think is what you guys proposed. Um, one other thing I'd like to point, about, point out is possibly I see the entrance on Goodman. Um, is there a possibility that we could address the city and the, the, part, the development partners and talk about maybe um, since the main streets of access are going to be Sullivan and uh, Phil, um, possibly putting a median crossover on Phil, like a left turn median crossover and making the entrance on Phil because those are really the most traveled streets and keeping Goodman, um, you know, eliminating the, the high traffic turning on the Goodman and in, which is, you know, to be honest, directly across from us. But that was just, uh, uh, those are my two points. Just, um, I think we need as much parking in the units as possible. Um, and also just the idea of possibly putting the entrance on fill with a medium crossover. I don't really know how these things work, but that's just an idea. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Are there any additional speakers at this time? Sure, and I'll just request as well that you do complete a speaker's card. If you haven't yet, you can go ahead and come up. My name is Nancy McMillan, and I live in the uh, subdivision across the street, okay? And uh, the house, the uh, single, um, single dwellings across, in subdivisions across the street. Uh, I would like to know what the, um, mar who, who you will be marketing to uh, as far as these units, rental units. Will they be the very low income or um, moderate income or what, what level, what income level will be renting these units? We have a mixture of different types of people with a certain uh, percentage of units for low income or will it be totally all low income? Once again, this is the public comment portion. So if you wanna direct your comments to the committee, uh, they can uh, relay their, if they want to ask the question, that's fine, but this is, uh, this portion's not for a question and answer. It's just a public comment period. Right, I'm asking them. And, and the committee's heard your question, so, uh, and if they want to ask it of the applicant, they will. Uh, but again, where it's not for an open dialogue exchange. Okay, because from the original design meeting they had some time ago, it was, I guess, mainly all low income. And I wondered if that had changed. Sure, and, and if the committee wants to ask that question of staff, we'll be happy to answer it. Okay, and I also wanted to know what um, was the range of the square footage of the units from lowest to highest? Could you tell me that? Uh, I believe the committee's taken note of that question and I'm sure they'll ask us. Thank you. Are there any additional speakers at this time? Sure. We will need to collect those speaker cards, so please do complete those. Yes, I'm Bob Reefman, and I live on uh, in the Cape area off of Goodman also. And 
when we saw this project as part of the Colony Park, we were happy because Colony Park has been a good, good neighbor for us over the years. And uh, but our concern is also that entrance off of Goodman. We we were hoping this would be integrated much more with the Colony Park and with the entrance through Sullivan and entering into that and and keeping the existing owned condos as a separate uh, neighborhood. But now it's right, the main entrance is coming right in the front there. So like I said, we would, we would much prefer to see something integrated more with the existing. So that's all. Thank you. Additional speakers? Thank you so much. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Design Review Committee members, William Yim. We are living across the street in the single family neighborhood on field. Um, Couple of areas I'd like to point out for your consideration, committee members. One of which is the, uh, the impact of future traffic. A lot of the residential, particularly single family, in addition to the apartment complex, people, residents use Theo and couple of neighbors to the north and Theo is one of the primary access to the single family neighborhood. And I understand that the, the access to this complex is on Goodman, and the other access is from the circle, which is part of the uh, apartment complex. It says 71 units. If assuming that you have two cars and three daily trips, and you can figure out the average daily trips and the impact, in addition to the future development to the west, <coughs> there is something like a 30 acre potential development, which I'm not too sure when would that be online, and the primary access is on field again and that would accumulate the future traffic impact to the areas. As I remember, one of the comments made by the committee members is about the fencing of the development. Right now, there is a concrete wall, and I'm not too sure that has not been addressed whether the concrete wall will still be there or not. And I think the uh, security gate within the proposed project will probably add level of safety to the areas. You have 30 seconds remaining. And I'm just asking, the, would that be a time for sub submitting additional comments since my time is up? 
maybe written comments, or maybe I'm asking the design committee to delay the decision so that we can have additional comments to be submitted. Thank you. Are there any additional speakers at this time? Sure. Good evening, my name is Amanda Lynch Thorpe. I live at 903 Goodman. Um, this lot has been an eyesore and um, frankly very dangerous at one point. So this is a huge improvement. And I wanna thank the um, developers for the idea, the concept. It really looks like it fits into the neighborhood. It looks like it will uh, be great. So thank you very much for your time and thank you guys also for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Robert Schaefer. I live on uh, 687 Tarlow. Uh, Tarlow is it's just right off the, the map a little bit. And uh, I've walked my uh, dog uh, by there uh, every day for 15 years. So I've seen that everything that happens around there. And if I don't see it, one of the other dog walkers is gonna tell me about it. <clears throat> there is a uh, there's a, a difference in height on the, this side over here because it, this the column the column part and sir we will need you to speak into the microphone so that your comments can uh, be in the record it is portable yeah the uh, the colony park is. Uh, it's about half a story down from the level of, of the, uh, the 915 Goodman property. And so the people that do live in Colony Park are going to have a sense that that building, what is that, building one? This one and that one are towering over there. Because those are three-story buildings. And so you add the extra one-half story that is submerged. It's quite a difference. But maybe it's not so bad because the sun sets that way, and so it's not <laughs> it's not going to affect the Colony Park. Uh, the management of Colony Park has been very, very good over the years. They're very responsive, and they really run a, a really nice apartment complex. And I am pleased to know that Colony uh, Park uh, management will will supervise this uh, uh, new uh, complex as well. Uh, I, I, I heard, the, oh, the, uh, the exterior of the Colony Park is quite nice, and if you need any advice about the gutters, go to what's existing in Colony Park, you uh, Also, on the, uh, the elevation views where it showed the, uh, the balconies with the railings, I, I think you're going to need a, a covered railing, because that's what Colony Park has right now. And, and so, you know, it comes up, it's covered to about three and a half feet high. And if you don't cover, people are going to put things out there to cover it anyway. So, because they're going to keep things out there on their balcony, they're going to keep their bicycles and all that stuff. So, they'll put a cover on there. Also, you have 30 uh, the, seconds uh, remaining. Okay. The, uh, you can't have any outside bicycle parking 
because people come through there uh, rifling and, and even though you get bicycles are stolen all the time in this neighborhood. You can't have any outside bicycle parking at all. And the other thing that I would consider is uh, the uh, trash. Uh, <laughs> Cover the trash so that people can't go in and through it because that's what I hear is the biggest complaint from Colony Park. Mm, that's your time, sir. Thank you. 3 Thank you for your comments. Thank you. I could go on for another three minutes easily, <laughs> but I won't. I'm going to close the public hearing. Um, I do have a few questions for staff. Uh, you may have to re relay them to the applicant, but uh, uh, I've jotted some of the concerns down. Uh, when a traffic study has been completed for this project? Not required for this project. Not required, okay. Um, the percentage of, uh, there is a, a certain number of these units that are low income. Four of the units will be low, or very low, I believe. Okay, and the square, square footage of the units? Of the, of which units? They range from 700 square feet to, call it roughly 1,200 square feet. Okay, uh, one of the public comments dealt with a concrete, an existing concrete wall. Is that being removed or, or maintained? The, I was unsure of that comment. The concrete wall that surrounds the property? Um, the par apparently the comment uh, was yeah. made concerning a concrete wall. E yeah, the ones that surround, so the ones that are shown on the screen, yeah, that will be removed. Okay. Uh, do any other applicants have additional questions? I do. How far away is the closest um, public transit? Transportation? Um, it is less than a half a mile on telephone. Um, I think it's probably within 500 feet, to be honest. On um, telephone right there at the... On at telephone the, uh, and Portola. Okay. Um, Any other uh, questions of staff? I do. I, I still, that, the building that the gentleman was calling building number one is actually building number five. Is that correct? The one that, that is gonna, going to be taller to the sunken area? Correct, building number okay. five. All right, thanks. Uh, one additional question. Was there, uh, as you were sort of laying out the building orientation and the site uh, circulation, was there ever any consideration of putting a, a curb cut onto fill, or was that problematic? I think we had explored it early on, but right now I believe feels one way from that location, so. Um, Staff can chime in on that. Um, there is a median in the middle of Phil um, with other projects. They have explored doing access off Phil, and based on um, the current intersection at Goodman and Phil, placing any sort of additional um, cut through there was infeasible. Um, in addition, there are other, there's another development proposed um, just down the way, the, the Broom property, which would make improvements along Phil as well. So um, through the transportation division, um, they have 
basically identified that that's not really an access point that would be suitable for the site. Thank you. And, and one last small question again. I just I recalled from your the applicant presentation that we had, you, you described that uh, having a pedestrian access from the patios uh, out to the sidewalk. It looks like that occurs everywhere except um, the building at the corner of uh, Thill and Goodman. Was there any rationale for that? The ones that would go out right to there. Thill, yeah. I think part of that is to deal with the grade. So where it's feasible that we have it. Um, I think with Thiel and Goodman, we also will have um, kind of a sign there. So that's partly um, the reason that that's not. Okay, the public meeting is closed and we're gonna move into deliberation phase. Who would like to speak first? Do we start off with concerns or things that you find favorable? Um, well, I appreciate the frontages on the streets, um, and it does continue the, um, the style of architecture in the neighborhood, so I think that's rather successful, so I appreciate that. Um, I guess, to me, the parking court is a parking court. I mean, it, um, I noticed on the elevations the, you know, the, the patterning of the windows don't necessarily align with the garages, just you know, a separate kind of entity for the garage levels. And you know, there's, just, there's just a lot of asphalt there. And I'm wondering if, and I appreciate the desire to have more parking because I know complexes like this can uh, fill up rather quickly. But I just wonder if there's more opportunity for larger planters, perhaps with more trees, to just break that up a little bit, particularly down the center, to separate one side from the other a little bit more. Um, because it's really just a wall of garage doors along that base. Yeah, I think it's just the configuration of the units kind of requires that, so I don't see how to change that, but perhaps there are small areas you could capture more green space, more opportunity. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, for me, I, I agree. I think that the uh, overall uh, design mass bulk scale of the project is in keeping with the, the neighborhood. Um, I, I certainly appreciate that. I appreciate the opportunities that you've taken to make connections to the surrounding uh, neighborhood and some of the amenities that are off-site. Um, uh, I do tend to agree that um, I think trying to study opportunities to have some larger um, open space, uh, both passive and active open spaces on site would, would uh, enhance the project. Um, there were some areas of 
a question for me about you know materials and and you know what what's anticipated and I think I'd I'd personally like to uh, try to get some more information on on those types of things um, but overall I think this is a great project and I uh, appreciate the effort that's gone into it today. William. Jack. No, I will be long. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I have a few comments here. Yeah. I'd echo their comments. It is a great project. I can tell it's really fitting well with the neighborhood. Thank you for that. Uh, just uh, on the landscape, a um, few comments re related to that, kind of more general stuff, and then some more kind of picky things uh, based on some of the plantings I'm seeing. Um, I think play for local residents, some kind of play structure or something for when there's kids and um, you know, the parents sometimes have to stay close to their, their residences for whatever reason. I think that that might be an opportunity when you guys come back to rethinking of potentially how you could more tightly program that open space. And I understand this is conceptual and so these things evolve over time. Um, I think from my experience, when you have a cistern underneath parking area like that in the central area, that you can't put trees on that. So that might be then an opportunity if you did cover solar parking or whatever um, that yeah you don't have to have trees there obviously you have the solar and then maybe again looking for more opportunities for more open space wherever you can find it I think that's uh, very desirable um, yeah and then charging solar cars that would also be part of that naturally because so many residents especially in apartments they, they don't have enough solar charging opportunities, right? That's like a common, I have electric vehicles, so I can relate to that. Um, on the plantings, uh, I think, um, again, there's uh, some moderate um, uh, water using species, and I think with our super drought that we're experiencing and will ever let up, I don't know, uh, that maybe um, some of these plants might want to rethink just going with all low water use. Um, I'd say something here on on the legend. This would probably be per the landscape architect. Maybe he's listening, but like the Ar Arbutus marina, that is a much larger tree than the symbol is showing. They get 30, 40, even larger. Looks like a fairly small tree there. Just want to make sure that the scales that we're working are are true to the actual size that the plant gets. I'm also say generally, I, it'd be nice to see more color like at the corner areas and the entrances to the, to the site. Right now I'm seeing a lot of greens and like grasses like carrots, pans and stuff like that, which is moderate use. Tends to run too, so you gotta be aware of that. Might be better off with uh, like carrots, um, divulsa or something of that nature. Also with the symbols, the colors are very bright in orange, which is, is, is great, but it would be nice to see the colors relating to the actual color of the flower on the plant or the, the colors and texture just make it easier for me to read it as a landscape architect and for the community. That also, you have um, Quergus agrifolia, like at the corner there. I think the corners too, instead of maybe a shady canopy tree, that might be better served for, for some color, a color flowering tree like a Circus, which you have here. You also just have one single pine tree here, just kind of curious what what was driving that one specimen Afghan. A lot of times that tree is, is used for screening. I guess it's okay for spe as a specimen tree. 
And then again, that comment on screening all the AC units, especially that one pathway that we I brought to your attention, I think that would be very important. Um, I think overall the, the plant palette is, is pretty good, the, the, the choices of plants. I, I would maybe like to see a little more, it's fairly blocky right now, maybe a little bit more meandering uh, where the plants kind of start to phase in and out, I think would also kind of be beneficial to the overall design. I mean, that's not a requirement, that's just a suggestion. That's it. May go? Sure. Uh, okay, first thing I'm gonna do is address your question for the parking, and yes, reduce the parking. Because um, I think that's your only question really, right? Um, I really appreciate the siding of the, the project and, and you have your opening, your, you face the, the street, and I think that's really, really important. And uh, it, that's, not, that's not happening everywhere around, well, now it's not because it's a wall, but even on other, other projects, I think it's on Till, Phil, that's what you guys like to say, um, that, that there's a wall along there. I, I really appreciate the fact that you guys turned it in there and, and you do have eyes on the street. Um, it, it, is a, it, it is just garages on the interior, and I understand that that's, that's what happens when you, when you turn it around like that, so I appreciate that. But I think that you could remove some of the parking and have more uh, an activated courtyard. And I agree 100% with everyone what, what uh, has been said a few times that it should be it could be a solar farm on the in, solar collectors on the on the interior, um, make it all electric, and have make the central courtyard um, more friendly for outdoor spaces and permeable. I think that all, all, every plant should be low to no water use, and I know no no doesn't really work, but. Uh, once established, you can pretty much go with no, but they should have, they should be very, very low uh, water use. Um, the, the th I think the three stories works as well. Even the single family across the way, it's, it's two and a half stories because I think you walk up steps to get to it and then it's two stories. So I think the scale works well. I think the materials um, are mostly pretty good. I really think that in this, in these drawings, and in your renderings, you should have the gutters, the downspouts, what the, and you should know what the materials are for the for the decking materials. Those things um, matter to us. Um, it, it, how they wear, how they, what they'll be like in ten years, um, what they'll be like when we're gone. What will the what will the how well will the vinyl windows uh, wear? I really, really would like to discourage using vinyl windows for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, I think I think that, but for the most part, I think the project's really well done, and I think it will make the neighborhood better than, than the empty lot, and the, that old, the old house that was on there was clearly, it wasn't nothing, even though it was old, and the walls going away and having activated streets are great. So I think that's about it. I'm, I, I actually, uh, uh, Personally, I when 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 someone makes a motion to approve it, I'm I'm for it. Although I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing some of the stuff come back with um, with more defined materials, or at least it should be defined for the for the admin uh, to be able to see that and be able to make a judgment call on that and have the thing and have all 
all materials called out for for staff to see. Because this is not this is this is actually you guys will we're giving recommendations for the director's hearing. The director's so the hearing. hearing, the hearing right? officer. So so this will go to a director's hearing. Correct. So what we recommend um, will will go will be heard by director. Correct. And, Your okay. recommendations um, can be included as conditions of approval for the okay. project and or requested to see um, and incorporated in the plans prior to director's hearing if needed. Okay. I get it. Thank you. Yeah, I have one more suggestion. Can I make that? Sure. Uh, a comment. It's just enhanced paving at the entrance, oh, just aprons at least. So. Uh, please. Go no, ahead. I'll wrap it up. But you have questions. Go ahead. I, I was going to try to make a motion. Uh, well, I have questions, yeah, uh, concerns. Uh, for the most part, I, I do agree with my colleagues, uh, especially in the area of the courtyard. Um, I would like to see at least a four-inch recess on the windows. I don't believe we typically approve vital windows. It's not a quality material, and I think that's a concern uh, for us. Uh, typically, we'll see a fiberglass window in lieu of a, uh, a vinyl window. Uh, if there's going to be gutters and downspouts, uh, at the very least, uh, maybe match what's adjacent uh, in the colony project. Uh, at least we'll have a better idea of what we're going to get. Um, I think there's some merit in enclosing the balconies, because I know a lot of things wind up out there and it can come very unsightly, uh, leaving them open. Uh, Covered parking and solar collection, I think, is, is another thing that I, I would like to see as part of the approval process. And um, maybe this is just kind of my own opinion. No one's mentioned it. I'd like to see a little bit more color variation in the buildings. They can pretty much be complementary to each other, but uh, it, it's, it's a little boring. <laughs> uh, I, I think a little variation would, could add to the aesthetics of the project. So uh, I think my primary concerns are the vinyl windows uh, and the lack of the recess of the windows and, and, the, and the courtyard uh, in the center. More trees, less asphalt, uh, more enhanced paving. Uh, I'd like to see that included in a motion. If you want to make a motion, you can. But I, I, what project are you talking about where they have uh, gutters and downspouts? Uh, the colony project next door. Is it the blue one? believe it is. I don't think, I think it looks to me like they sheet flow off the building, which I would, I would be okay. okay with it sheet flowing off the building. I don't see the need to have gutters and downspouts, but if you do, I think it be, should be shown. I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm missing it, but I don't, I don't see gutters and downspouts on the, across the street, the, what I think is a single family, uh, two and a half story building across the way. Well, then we could, we could always spell out, we want to have metal versus PVC. Um, yeah, I mean, and is it, shape. is it actually in our purview to say that we, uh, I mean, I, I, we can discourage vinyl windows, but is it really in our purview to, to say they can't use vinyl windows? We, we typically have the last six, seven years. So it doesn't feel like it's in our purview. I can't stand it. I'd love to see it uh, written into building code that you can't have them, but it isn't, and I, don't, I personally don't think it's in our purview. And I, I'm going to disagree with uh, no, uh, with all due respect. I think the co color palette, I'm, I'm good with the color palette. I think it, it, it's subtle, 
but it varies, and you vary when you're when you're you're also varying. It's it's more than color for me. So it's you're you're ha you have horizontal. Um, is that the that's the backsides, right? Of Colony Park. Did someone show it that on the when oh, talking okay. about oh, the just up there. Okay, yeah. no, I thought you were showing it for a reason. Yeah. The, so there, you have the you have the the material materialistic the the tactile really because it's it's bumping in and out with with the I think it's a composite siding, and um, and then you have the painted plasters, and so I'm I think that the the variation is is subtle and it's okay. And for me personally, uh, as I think the the color uh, works fairly well. Okay, we need a motion then. I'm trying to make a motion. I, I would move to um, continue the project to the full board uh, with comments. Um, one being that the, the committee um, uh, generally appreciates the overall mass bulk scale of the project, the building orientation, uh, the overall color palette, um, and the uh, lighting of the project should be dark sky compliant and a um, anticipated fixture style should be shown on the color and materials board. Um, I would uh, recommend consideration of removing the three parking spaces near the connection to Colony Park uh, and re replacement uh, of those spaces with additional open space um, and amenity spaces, including, for example, bike parking or a dog relief area or something along, along those lines. Um, recommend um, consideration of enhanced pavement at the entries. Recommend the windows to be recessed a minimum of two inches. Uh, to provide additional material and finish information for uh, windows, railings, garages, doors, downspouts, etc. Uh, consider in enclosing the balconies. Uh, study removing. Uh, take that one out. I don't believe that one. I would say study and show uh, the accessible paths to trash enclosures to if those are anticipated to need to be accessible. I don't see the obvious path of travel currently and that may affect how that, that central parking area lays out. Um, to study opportunities for additional landscaping and open space generally throughout the site. Um, to confirm that proposed landscaping uh, at the storm underground storm drain chambers is feasible. And to, um, I know Jack, you had a couple of recommendations for landscaping and I didn't quite capture those, but if you wanted to try to offer some recommendations for the motion as well, I'd be happy to hear those. Bef just one point of clarification for staff before we do that. You use the term continue. Is this a motion, when you say that, is that to continue it to a future DRC hearing or are you comfortable right. with moving it forward? Okay, so bring it back continue to this hearing body. Back to DRC. Got it, thank you. So Go. Jack, you could amend his motion. 
Yeah, um, I'd just like to amend or, or add to it. Is that the right terminology? Um, yeah, so the, uh, yeah, for, as far as the landscaping, again, making sure it's all low water use plant material that um, may reconsider that one single pine tree. Uh, like you're mentioning, bringing, make sure we have cut sheets of the, the lighting that's going to be proposed, the bollards. I think you did mention that. Um, you mentioned that the enhanced paving. And, and then with the landscaping, that to perhaps a little more color on the corners and entrances, kind of maybe rethinking the, the, the tree placement. Um, it would be good to have a few more evergreen trees to where you have parking because we, we're often very hot here, even in the winter nowadays. And then just more flow with uh, how the, the landscape is laid out, I think would, would be helpful. I'd add that to the motion. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable adding those to my motion, um, as well as uh, please provide uh, information on the plaster finish as well. Okay, we need a second. And, and if this is to continue, uh, would this be to continue to a date uncertain, or? Um, I, I'm happy to get, if you're And the applicant can weigh in on how fast they think they can turn these materials around before we. So we are looking at having a, the next DRC meeting would be November 16th. That's a pretty quick turnaround um, for you guys with our deadlines and making staff report, so. Will we get an actual, like a like We can letter? give you a synopsis as far yeah. as what the recommendations were here. <laughs> sure. So you yeah, can try to follow it. <laughs> and we can always continue it once more if not ready by that time, so. Okay. Yeah, I think we're probably in a better position to make a call once we actually see those letters and share it with the rest of our design team. Okay. And staff would just recommend continuing it to the November 16th hearing. Curtis, you're comfortable with that as a second? Curtis, uh, you seconded? Yes. Okay. okay, Mr. Clark, could you please call the roll? Okay, on the motion, Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Cormain? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Vice Chair Groudon? Uh, yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. Okay, five ayes and the motion carries. Not a big fan of it having to come back. So that's our only item on the agenda at this point. So we're at staff there, communication. Uh, there is one other item that was slated to be continued. Uh, it was noted on the agenda to be continued to the December 7th meeting. Um, since we are going to be having a, a November 16th meeting, we would ask that a motion be made to continue that item to the November 16th meeting instead. Okay. Need a motion to continue the item to. December 16th. Thank you. Someone. <laughs> Is it continued? Yeah, someone. Yeah, someone. Okay, second. Second. I'll second that. Okay. Uh, Clerk, could you please call, call the roll? Okay, on the motion to continue item two to the November 16th meeting. Member Kiesel? Yes. Member Cormain? Yes. Member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Groudon? Yes. And Chair Antelman? Yes. Five ayes and the motion carries. Okay, I guess we're at staff communication now. 
Sure. We were just going to let you know there's going to be a November 16th meeting. <laughs> I think you're all aware now. That's all staff communication. So can I, can I ask staff something? Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, state bills affecting planning, DRC, all of us. <laughs> will, will we be addressing any of those? I, I, it, I think about it in this one because I know one of them is the reduction of parking. Sure. So are you, when you ask, do you mean specifically from project to project or just in general? the bill the what the contents of the bills no in the past not so much in drc but like in uh when i was on planning commission they would address things that really had an impact on us to to be more informed for our judgments um and i think that it's important and in, in why we're having especially the i think it's ab209 whatever it is um that's addressing parking and they're you know addressing the density and all of the things that that we've we've had in other meetings and we're probably going to be facing soon. Um, do I guess maybe it'd be a suggestion to have uh, and I don't know if we can have an informal type of meeting like that where where we have where we get to learn. Planning what it Commission is. also asked uh, almost the exact same question our last hearing. <coughs> Planning Commission. Oh yeah. Um, there yeah. are a handful of new state laws that are coming down the pipeline effective January one. Um, staff is doing their best to keep up and we're um, in the process of working with city attorneys to get interpretations and really figure it out. Um, based on Planning Commission also requesting the same thing. We're um, looking into creating some sort of, um, you know, dialogue about new upcoming state laws. But um, as I mentioned, we are just attempting to kind of dissect them ourselves. So um, keep it on the lookout. We're trying to, to get those, but um, we are short staff, so... Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Maybe we could do some type of joint meeting or yeah, definitely some kind of working session or something. Working session, yeah. yeah. We'll right. talk to the director and yeah, get something penciled in. Okay. If there's nothing else, the meeting is adjourned.